Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, it's Genie Plus 101, where we go over the basics and what you need to know if you plan to use Disney's pay-to-shorten-your-wait-time service. Find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you left us a positive review. We're also on YouTube now, so if you could head over to at DisneyDeciphered on YouTube and like and subscribe, we'd really appreciate that. You can support the podcast by subscribing at Patreon for bonus content, or you can also support the podcast at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent as you plan your Disney trips. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. If you have any questions, let us know, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter or on Facebook and Instagram, Disney Deciphered. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So we got a big episode for you today, a Genie Plus 101 episode. But before we get to that, we just wanted to thank everyone who has checked out our new YouTube channel. I know a lot of you have been listening to us for a long time, but we are now on YouTube. You can check us out on youtube.com slash Disney Deciphered. And we really appreciate everyone who's subscribed there so far and wanted to do a quick plug and request that if you could like and subscribe and hit that bell button so you're notified when we release a new episode. We would really appreciate that. Now let's get to the matter at hand, Leslie. We have been talking about this for a while, but it is time for us to update our Genie Plus episode and do a Genie Plus 101. I am quite tightly crossing my fingers that Disney is not going to change a bunch of things and that this episode might be good for at least one year. What do you think, Leslie? Uh, Fingers crossed, but something small at least will change in 2023. Let's be honest. But, you know, the time is now to get back to basics because so many things have changed in Genie Plus since it was first released. And, you know, sometimes we we get a little too into the weeds here on Disney Deciphered. So this this is back for those of you who are true beginners or at least true beginners to Genie Plus. Maybe you haven't been to Disney World in the last couple of years and you did have expertise, but now everything's changed. So this is for you. And this is sort of the reason we started the podcast in the first place five years ago, Joe, was to serve those folks who weren't doing Disney day in and day out. Yes. And so this is our Genie Plus 101 episode. So we're going to go through like the very, very basics of Genie Plus, but we already have plans to do a 102, a 103, and who knows, maybe even a 201 if we are feeling crazy, but uh, look for those, you know, we're maybe going to do one Genie Plus episode a month for a couple of months to get everyone up to speed. But uh, yeah, let's get to Genie Plus 101 and let's start with the question that I think most people know now, but you know, maybe you're planning your first Disney trip ever. Um, and so what is Genie Plus, Leslie? All right. So Genie Plus is a replacement for FastPass. So if you know that terminology, it's time to forget it. This is, it's not exactly the same thing as FastPass. I mean, a lot of things have changed, but it's the closest thing to what FastPass used to be. So it's essentially a virtual line placeholder. Some theme parks have, you know, true kind of cut the line services. This is a little bit different. This just reduces your wait time. This gives you a reservation window that's an hour long that allows you to enter a queue that has a shorter wait. And Disney calls this the lightning lane. Um, Lightning lane is a physical line that you go through when you use Genie Plus. Um, Very, very confusing, but hat tip as always to 
Brooke McDonald, who helped us make that distinction years ago when this came out. But it's really important to note that if you buy Genie Plus, and Genie Plus is a purchase, and we'll talk about that, it's not a guarantee that you'll get to ride any given attraction. You still have to go in and make a reservation window. Rides still do run out. You may miss your chance to get you know, two of your favorites on a given day. Um, you usually get one, but that's really important to, to keep in mind because I know some theme parks, especially like a Six Flags, sometimes the Cedar Fair parks, you can really buy something more that guarantees if you want to, you can ride everything as long as there's enough hours in the day you know, through a, through a shorter queue. Yeah. So there are three types of attractions that you're not going to be able to ride on Genie Plus. The first type are, there are some attractions that just don't have Genie Plus or any lightning lane at all. Uh, The People Mover is my favorite example of that. So there aren't lightning lanes for every single attraction. There isn't a short line, a fast line or whatever for every attraction. So that's one example. The second example is Uh, What Leslie just said, sometimes you have Genie Plus, but due to supply and demand, you aren't able to get the lightning lane that you want. And the third example, which we're going to touch on really quickly right now, is what Disney calls the individual lightning lane attraction selection. Most people call them individual lightning lanes, which is why the terminology gets so confusing, as Leslie was alluding to. I was thinking maybe we could call it ILAS, I-L-L-A-S, but I don't know if that'll catch on. No, Leslie's shaking her head quite uh, vigorously right now. But essentially, there are four attractions as of our recording right now in January 2023 that are a la carte purchases that you have to buy completely separately from Genie+. Plus. Currently, it's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot, Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom, Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios, and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at Magic Kingdom. Although we are fairly certain that when Tron Light Cycle Run opens at Magic Kingdom, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train will move to Genie Plus. Um, we're like 100% certain Tron will be individual Lightning Lane attraction selection, and we're pretty certain that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train will move to regular Genie Plus. We'll talk more about Ilas, just kidding, individual Lightning Lane attraction selections uh, in a future episode uh, because there's strategy that goes with that. But for the rest of this episode, we're mostly going to focus on just vanilla Genie Plus so that you know uh, what to do when uh, you're trying to buy it. All right. So before we dive into the step-by-step, it's really important for us to note that Genie Plus is different at Walt Disney World than at Disneyland. And we've had some episodes where we've talked about how we really like it at Disneyland. It's much more hackable there, um, much more usable there, not even hackable necessarily. So we're only going to be talking about Walt Disney World in this episode. So go to some of our Disneyland episodes if you are headed to California instead of Florida. But, But really, really important to note because the rules are different. The core rules are different. I mean, the concept is the same, but some of the most basics that you have to do in a step-by-step or different, and you'll get messed up if you read for the wrong park. Yeah, and our Disneyland Genie Plus episodes from 2022 are still pretty up-to-date. They haven't changed things as much there, but we also plan to update that uh, eventually sometime here in 2023. So the steps for using Genie Plus, uh, they sound fairly simple, a little bit more complicated in practice, but we'll just start with a simple version right now. Step one, you're going to purchase Genie Plus. Step two, you're going to make your first Genie Plus Lightning Lane reservation at 7 a.m. in the morning. Step three, you're going to ride that attraction 
if it is coming in less than two hours. Um, and then step four, you're going to book a new lightning lane. So that is the very bird's eye view of that. But let's get into the steps. Why don't you start with step one, Leslie, purchasing Genie Plus, which has become way more complicated than it needs to be. That's fair. So how you buy this at Walt Disney World, you can only purchase it in the app. If you remember the days where you could purchase it with your ticket, and that was a short matter of a few days, a few months, that is gone now at Walt Disney World. You can buy Genie Plus for yourself as well as for friends and family who have tickets on that same day. You need to be linked in the My Disney Experience app to be able to do that. So to do that, um, you simply go to the app. There will usually be a little banner um, that you'll see. It says Disney Genie Plus purchase for today at some amount per guest. It's often in the tip board, um, which is a, a screen that you will see when you go into the My Disney Experience app. It's also on some other screens as well. It's a little easier to find than it used to be. It used to be kind of hard to make your purchase. So that's one thing Disney has improved on. So that's that's good to know. As far as when to buy, this is when I guess we get a little bit frustrated and, and we're hopeful at some point that maybe this will change. But right now, you can only purchase Genie Plus anytime after midnight on the day that you want to use it. And theoretically, it can sell out. So a lot of people do stay up until midnight to purchase it. And then they go to bed and then they get up for that 7am booking that we'll talk about in a second. I guess if better safe than sorry, if you're going at a very, very busy time of year, it hasn't sold out yet at Disney World, although it has sold out at Disneyland. So that's something to, to keep in mind. Uh, so Joe, why don't you tell folks um, what the current cost is of Genie Plus, how much it'll set them back? So the floor for Genie Plus cost is $15, and the ceiling that we saw um, just over this last holiday break, Christmas and New Year's, uh, it went up to as high as $29, and that's per person, and also important to note, pre-tax. So when it's $15, it costs about $16 total, like $15.98 or something to that effect. So when it's $29, it's probably closer to $31. I suspect that in 2023, it will go higher than $29, but we have not seen it higher than $29 yet. And I do also suspect that eventually the floor will be raised from $15 to $20, but maybe we'll survive 2023 before that happens. But the important thing to know is that the pricing is variable and it costs less when the parks are less busy. So let me get into step two, which is, I think, now the most annoying part about Genie Plus, and that is you are able to make your first Lightning Lane reservation at 7 a.m. Um, and so, like Leslie said, you can purchase Genie Plus at midnight, or you can wake up at 6.45 a.m. and purchase Genie Plus for your party at 6.45 a.m., but at 7 a.m. on the dot, and you want to use time.gov, because Disney uses time.gov, to know when 700.00 exactly happens. That's when you can make your first Genie Plus Lightning Lane reservation. And the way you're going to want to do this is you're going to go to your tip board and your My Disney Experience app. You're going to click on the attraction that you want to get a Genie Plus Lightning Lane for. Select everyone in your party. Um, everyone, again, is going to need a ticket for that day and also Genie Plus for that day. The nice thing is that, in general, Disney will pre-select everybody who is eligible for Genie Plus Lightning Lane selection at that time. So you don't have to go click everyone. In fact, it's unclicking people that you're going to need to do if you don't want your whole party to have the same lightning lane. Um, and then you just click through and book, um, and then it will give you a return time. 
Now, one thing to note is that you can never choose the time that your Genie Plus is going to be. You're always going to get whatever time is the next earliest time that you can ride that lightning lane. At 7 a.m., they don't even show you what time that is. Uh, it's not until 7.20, 7.30-ish when people aren't like furiously booking that they start telling you, oh, your return time is going to be at 2 p.m. or at 10 a.m. or whatever. So in that first 15, 20, 30 minutes when you're booking, you're just booking and you'll get um, whatever you get. And the time that you get, it's going to be a one-hour window. So if I book Slicky Dog Dash uh, at 7 a.m. on the dot, which you're going to have to do, it's going to come back and say you have your lightning lane window from 11 a.m. to noon or something like that. So that's how you book the lightning lane. Now, we'll get more into depth about Genie Plus strategy in maybe a 102 episode, but we wanted really quickly to tell you kind of what are the attractions that you need to prioritize when you're getting that 7 a.m. lightning lane. And this is for you know your average family because obviously every family is different. So, Leslie, what do we have for each park? All right. So for Hollywood Studios, the very first one, you alluded to it already, Joe, Slinky Dog Dash. That's the most popular attraction probably in any park. So book fast. And we didn't mention you really have to book this as fast as you can tap. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Just book. Just tap, tap, tap and get through it. Hollywood Studios, also another popular selection. Um, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run. And then also Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway can be popular as well. So that's sort of the three to prioritize there. In Epcot, you want to prioritize A Frozen Ever After, Test Track, and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, all very popular in Epcot. Animal Kingdom, it kind of depends a little bit on your plans and what, you know, whether you're riding thrill rides or just family-friendly rides, but Kilimanjaro Safaris is a good bet to get early. If you are staying off-site or something like that and you aren't going to be rope dropping, I usually tend to get Navi River Journey, but, you know, I'm weird. And uh, Magic Kingdom, uh, popular ones to get. Peter Pan, always Peter Pan. Jungle Cruise, still very, very popular. And then if we, um, like we mentioned, if Seven Dwarfs Mine Train does move to Genie Plus when Tron opens, then of course Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is going to be popular. In fact, it'll probably be number one if and when that happens. So, So watch that. Yeah, that'll be top of the list. And we should say that out of all these attractions, Slinky Dog and Test Track are the ones that I've seen sell out the fastest. Like they may not even be available when the park opens um, regularly. And we'll talk a little bit later about, you know, what happens if an attraction sells out on Genie Plus. Now, a couple of notes to make about making this first Genie Plus Lightning Lane reservation. We're saying make it immediately at 7 a.m. And for something like Slinky Dog, you really want to make it at 7 a.m. However, Technically, you can make this reservation anytime before the park opens. And sometimes, you know, Animal Kingdom, for example, will open as early as 8 a.m. And no matter when you make the reservation, it doesn't matter. Like you can make it at 7.55, you can make it at 7.59. The clock on the two-hour window, which we're about to talk about, will not start until after the park actually opens. So feel free to make a new reservation if the one you got at 7 a.m., you find a better one a little bit later. And another really important note, which is one of my least favorite things about Genie Plus, is you can only book each attraction once per day. So even an attraction like Barnstormer, which nobody really cares about, if your kid loves it and wants to 
Genie Plus it six times in a row. Uh, you cannot do that. Um, you can only book each attraction once per day. Now, at this point, things start to branch out a little bit. Why don't we just, because I just mentioned the two-hour window, Leslie, talk about branch two, which is what happens if the lightning lane that you book is more than two hours from when park opens. So as an example, 7 a.m., I've booked Slinky Dog Dash. Hollywood Studios opens at 9 a.m., but my Slinky Dog Dash reservation is at 1 p.m. What happens, Leslie? When can I book my next Lightning Lane reservation? So you calculate the two-hour rule based upon the park opening time for that first booking. So if park opens at 9 a.m., then you can book your next attraction at 11 a.m., two hours later. So that's good news if you get a ride like Slinky Dog Dash and your return time, you know, again, is much later in the afternoon. You aren't just sitting around wasting time, twiddling your thumbs, not able to book anything. So this kind of puts everybody in a little bit more of an equal footing uh, with this two-hour rule, especially on, you know, very busy days where return time sometimes could be eight hours later or something like that. So that's really important to keep in mind. I tend to set an alarm on my phone. I use alarms heavily during my park days because time is of the essence and even, you know, being five or 10 seconds behind everybody else at 11 a.m. can make a difference. Right. And then after park opening, at that point, every time you book a Lightning Lane attraction, the longest you'll have to wait to book your next attraction is two hours. So let's say at 10, 12 a.m., I book a Lightning Lane for 5 p.m. in the afternoon. Well, then at 12, 12 p.m., exactly on the dot, two hours after 10, 12 a.m., I can book my next one. So that's the two-hour rule. However, Ideally, you're not using the two-hour rule. You're not waiting two hours to book a lightning lane because Genie Plus is kind of like as many lightning lanes as you can get in one day. That's oftentimes your goal. Like you want to get as many as possible to make it feel like your Genie Plus purchase was worth it. Let's go back to branch one, Leslie, which is the ideal branch. And that is if your return time is in less than two hours, let's say, let's take your Navi River Journey example. If I woke up at 7 a.m. and tried to book Navi River Journey, I would get Navi River Journey for 8.30 a.m. when Animal Kingdom opens. So what can I do if I ride Navi River Journey at 8.30 a.m.? So as soon as you tap in to the attraction, you're tapping you know, your magic band or your, or your phone at the entrance of the ride, you can book your next lightning lane. So the example you use with Navi River Journey, if I get an 8.30 a.m. return window, park opens at 8, I can go to that attraction as early as 8.30, actually as early as 8.25 because there's a five-minute grace period at, uh, before the start time. I can tap into the ride and immediately book my next attraction. So that's something definitely to keep in mind. If you're going to get an early start and get an early return time, and I really like the strategy at Magic Kingdom because often those return times are close in, and I call it the morning mad dash. So just uh, keep going through those rides, tap book, tap book. I use that five-minute window. Use it early, and uh, it, it even escalates or elevates your um, usage of Lightning Lanes and Genie Plus. Yep. And just to make it clear, because sometimes this can get tricky, the two hour clock only starts after the park opens. So that is the basics of how you're going to use lightning lanes. And we thought uh, a good way to 
end this, although it's going to be quite a few questions, but end this Genie Plus 101 episode would be to do a quick FAQ, questions that normally come up when people are dealing with Genie Plus for the first time, or honestly, I still ask these questions to myself every once in a while. So we'll start with what attractions are covered. It's about 40 across Walt Disney World, depending on what's opened or closed. But like I said before, there are attractions like the People Mover, Carousel of Progress, that uh, you know they just don't have a lightning lane, so you can't use Genie Plus for them. Now, next question, Leslie, this is an important one. How long do you have to use your lightning lane? We've used the term return window a few times, but what does that mean? So it's a one-hour window, but there are grace periods, like I already alluded to, on either end. You can usually scan in five minutes early for that hour-long window and usually 15 minutes late on the back end. So you get a, an hour and 20 minutes um, without having to go to a cast member where the technology, at the very least, will work for that time period. All right, Joe, so next question's for you. Can you modify Lightning Lanes that you have booked with Genie Plus? Yes. As of November or December 2022, my Disney experience has updated so that you can modify your Lightning Lanes, um, which is great because that means you don't have to cancel a Lightning Lane and book a new one. Let's say you book a Lightning Lane that you don't really care about. Another attraction that you really want, you see show up as available on your tip board, you can modify your current lightning lane to get that. And it also does not reset your two-hour clock, so it doesn't count as booking a new lightning lane, which is pretty great. A quick note on the grace period for lightning lanes. I've been hearing that people have been able to get in later than 15 minutes. Uh, Your mileage may vary on that, and Disney can kind of change that at any time. But 15 minutes is definitely a guarantee um, you'll be able to be let in. Now, related to the grace period, the question you might be wondering is what happens if you cancel a lightning lane or if you miss the time of your lightning lane? So if you miss the time of your lightning lane, one thing to know is you will not be able to get that attraction on lightning lane again. But in terms of when you can book your next lightning lane, the way Genie Plus thinks about it is if your window expires or if you cancel your lightning lane, that is as if you have ridden the attraction and you can book your next lightning lane at that point. So as you just saw in the video, Leslie had a Figment Genie Plus lightning lane booked for 5.30. The window was from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. So the tip board said that the next time she was going to be able to book a Genie Plus reservation was going to be 6.30 p.m., which is ostensibly when she would have ridden the attraction or it would have expired at that point. However, we went in and canceled that lightning lane and the time for her to book Genie Plus reset to now. Um, So that's how it works. If you cancel or if you miss your attraction and it was your last attraction that you booked, you'll be able to book your next lightning lane. Now, Leslie, next question is, what is the largest party you can book a lightning lane for? If you're using one phone, the largest party that you can book for is 12 people right now. So if you've got a big family reunion, you're going to have to be <laughs> a little bit more creative. But that's pretty generous, and that covers the vast majority of uh, family groups. Um, one thing I did want to mention, Joe, about modifying lightning lanes, going back really quickly, you can only modify lightning lanes for rides that are in the same park that you already have booked. So if you have a lightning lane for Slinky Dog Dash, you can modify that for Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run 
in Hollywood Studios, but you couldn't modify it for Jungle Cruise in Animal Kingdom. Sorry, in Magic Kingdom. Obviously, we should have alternated the order that we were asking these questions <laughs> because we each have knowledge to bring uh, to the other ones. But uh, what's the next question? All right. Next question is, can you have two lightning lanes booked for the same time? Yes, this is probably the best improvement of Genie Plus over FastPass. You can have two lightning lanes booked around the same window. I and mean, you can have them booked at the exact same window. So you could have two lightning lanes theoretically from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, and they're not going to prevent you from doing that. Obviously, you have to get to both and you're probably going to want to utilize your grace period, that slightly extended time window to use both of them. But this is actually a strategy we'll talk about in a future episode, which is called stacking. If you can group your lightning lanes in very close times, then that you know allows you to ride, ride, ride three, four, five attractions in a row. But it's great that you can have lightning lanes booked for the same time, overlapping times. They can overlap with your dining reservations. You know, you'll get warnings, but um, the app will always let you do it. Um, so that's pretty good. All right, next question that confuses a lot of people. Do you have to buy Genie Plus if you want to buy one of those individual Lightning Lanes attraction selections? You know, so do you have to buy both? Are they a package deal? No, you do not have to buy both. You can buy only Genie Plus and no paid Lightning Lane attractions. You can buy only one paid Lightning Lane attraction and not Genie Plus. You can buy both. You can buy neither. So these are entirely separate purchases. So I think a lot of people really do think that you have to first make that Genie Plus purchase to be eligible to purchase those individual Lightning Lanes. And that is an immediate what, close to $50 per person a lot of days. So don't worry about that. You can uh, pick and choose. All right, Joe, um, how does Genie Plus work with park hopping? This is uh, something that also confuses folks as well. Yeah, quick reminder, park hopping means you do an add-on to your ticket that allows you to visit more than one Disney park in the day. Currently, although we are praying that this changes in 2023, you cannot park hop until 2 p.m. And Genie Plus is set up to mimic that time restriction. If you are park hopping, let's say you start at Magic Kingdom and you're moving to Animal Kingdom later, you cannot book any lightning lanes at Animal Kingdom until those lightning lanes have return times of 2 p.m. or later, which means you can't wake up at 7 a.m. and book Navi River Journey for 2 p.m. at Animal Kingdom unless so many people have booked Navi River Journey already that it is... Uh, backed up all the way to 2 p.m. We're definitely referencing Navi River Journey way too much in this episode for Genie Plus, Leslie, but uh, you know how it goes sometimes when you get caught on one thing in an episode. Next question is, what happens if you don't make it in time to your lightning lane? You know, you don't make that grace period or uh, you get turned away because it turns blue and they say you're too late for your lightning lane. So technically, you've lost your chance to ride, and you, you can't rebook that attraction with Genie Plus for the day. That kind of counts as your use of that ride. But the reality is cast members at Disney are amazing and awesome and empowered to help people. And if there's a really good reason or something that happened, you know, kid meltdown or dining reservation went long or something like that, go to guest services. They are located all over the parks under blue umbrellas and Often, but not always, they can work some some pixie dust. So it never hurts to ask um, to try to salvage it. And, and the vast majority of the time, you will get some sort of assistance. Yeah, you're 
Gonna have less luck with the more popular attractions, but definitely if you miss something like Small World or the Little Mermaid attraction or Navi River Journey, <laughs> they will, uh, you know, probably be able to help you out at those blue umbrellas. And that goes for any time that anything goes wrong with Genie Plus. You can check out those blue umbrellas and see if there's anything they can do to help you. All right, Joe. So what happens if a ride breaks down when you have a Genie Plus reservation for it? Now, this is something that is actually very powerful. You would think that a ride breaking down is something that you do not want to happen. But what happens when a ride breaks down and you have a Genie Plus reservation for it is depending on the timing, but for the most part, this happens as long as it breaks down during your return window, you will receive what's called a multi-experience pass. And what will happen is your Genie Plus reservation will convert into a reservation that can be used at the attraction that broke down on you, but also a bunch of other attractions as well. And these attractions are tiered, so you can't have Navi River Journey break down and then be able to ride Slinky Dog Dash with it. However, a lot of times you will get this multi-experience pass and you didn't really want to ride the Genie Plus that you had, and then you can use that to ride something else. So worst case scenario, the ride is back up later and you use this multi-experience pass to ride that attraction that you missed, or you can ride the Barnstormer again because your kids really loved it. And now you have a Genie Plus that is eligible for that because it's a multi-experience pass. Related, if an attraction is sold out for the day uh, and you do not get one of these multi-experience passes that covers it, are you completely out of luck? Maybe, but maybe not. Sometimes there are drops of additional Lightning Lane uh, return times for certain attractions throughout the day. And it happens with not a lot of predictability, but if you're willing to check your app, you're willing to refresh, you're willing to, say, modify something that you already have booked when you see something better come open, you can sometimes get lucky. On my last trip, um, I was able to get Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in the afternoon at Epcot, which my son loved and desperately wanted to ride. So that was really huge for us. So just keep refreshing and you might get lucky. No guarantees. I mean, this is not something that will happen necessarily every day, but you can definitely be rewarded for just being persistent. If you want a written version of this, Leslie has a great Genie Plus article on trips with tykes.com. And one of the tips that you I remember wrote. from that, oh, <laughs> did I write that? Well, one tip I remember from that, that apparently I wrote, but forgot is you really want to have a rechargeable battery because persistence really can help you get some of these lightning lanes that are tough to get, but that requires your phone screen being open a lot, which means you're going to need a rechargeable battery to do that. Now that ends our FAQ section. I think we covered the basics of Genie Plus. And like I said, in a future episode, we'll get into more advanced techniques so that you can hack and maximize your experience with Genie Plus. But uh, if you're new to Disney Deciphered, we always like to end Disney Deciphered with a Disney do or a Disney don't. And for our Genie Plus 101 episode, no pressure, Leslie, but uh, what is your Disney do or don't for us today? All right. So Disney don't, I would say don't buy Genie Plus when you don't need it. And, you know, Joe and I are big fans of it, or I guess we sort of view it as a little bit of a necessary evil for a lot of our vacations because we love riding attractions, but not every guest needs this. If you're going during a low crowd time of year, you may not need it at all. If you're going during, um, 
a low or medium crowd time of year. You might not need it in certain parks, like it's a lot more useful in Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom than it is in Animal Kingdom or Epcot. So consider when you're going, look at crowd levels, look at what parks you're going to on which day, and maybe you only purchase it for some of the days or some of the parks, and then you can come out ahead on your budget. That's a great tip, Leslie, and we should cover all that. You know, what uh, last year we did an episode of how to maximize Genie Plus or how we would use Genie Plus at each park, and that definitely needs an updating for 2023. So that'll be one of our future Genie Plus episodes. All right, that does it for Genie Plus 101. Thank you, everyone, for listening or for watching. Quick reminder, we are on YouTube now. You can check us out on youtube.com slash Disney Decipher. We'd really appreciate it if you could like and subscribe to our channel. That really would help us out. Um, and of course, if you are a podcast listener, and in general, I am an audio only type of person, you can find us everywhere that podcasts are found. And we appreciate it if you could subscribe there and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And I will see you sending me a request to edit that article because I think some of the things are out of date. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. 